So are you kind or are you nice? I, uh, I said in the last podcast about how I'm kind of suspect of people who say what they are, who go out of their way to say who they are. And a lot of times you can see this uh, on Facebook or, you know, Instagram or, or wherever you can get a bio of a person. And a lot of times they say something like, you know, oh, you know, be kind or kindness is free, sprinkle it everywhere or good vibes only. And I, you know, I, I <laughs> looking back at some of the relationships I've had uh, with people who do that, I realize that not only were they fellow, you know, codependents, but they weren't very kind. Uh, one person in particular uh, is was always, oh, be sweet as pie, sweet as pie, when you would talk to them face to face. And then if they felt threatened in any way, you are thrown under the bus, <laughs> like immediately thrown under the bus. And I mean, is that, is that very kind? Is that accepting you know, your own responsibility? Another person I know who's very kind, 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 kind was actually sleeping with somebody else's husband. Is that kind? Is that kind to the wife? So I think they're, is a perception that nice and kind are hand in hand or nobody really understands what that means or for those people it might have been just a front because see everyone like me i'm really sweet i'm really nice and they don't think about the actions that they are doing from their narcissistic fleas from the trauma that they've been through and we talked about narcissistic fleas last time in the sense that if you are next to a dog that has fleas, you're going to get those fleas. If you are next to people who have certain undesirable traits, you are going to start to absorb some of those undesirable traits. So they may be at the core, very, you know, nice and kind people. However, from being through, you know, said trauma, they have engaged in some undesirable behavior. Um, Codependents struggle with being selfish. We don't want to be looked at as being selfish in any kind of way, but we're very, very nice. And that's what people think. We are going to tell you whatever you want to hear, you know, do whatever you want to hear. And it's transactional because we want people to like us, right? So we're not doing this because we really care about somebody. We're more doing it because we don't want them to hurt us in whatever way we feel like we're going to be hurt. Like, i.e., someone doesn't like you and you get thrown out of the tribe. So, I mean, nice nice is a self-centered behavior pattern, honestly, just being nice, very self-centered. And, and that's funny because we don't want to look like we're selfish. And... It's, it's just to be pleasing to get people to like you. So we struggle so much with healing because we all of a sudden realize we're not very nice anymore. <laughs> so you have to 
you have to take the nice and become kind. We may also realize that maybe we weren't as kind as we thought we were. I know I struggled a lot with this. I talked uh, about it with a friend of mine who was so giving and gave things all the time. And now when I, when I look back at this, they were inappropriately giving. They were giving because they wanted to be liked. It wasn't, and, and it wasn't, I'll, I'll explain in a minute what kind really is. But they were giving just so you would like them. And it would be like, you would only know them for like this long. And if someone is already giving you gifts, it, that's a huge red flag. If, if they're already like showering you with gifts and praise and being all like, oh, you're so wonderful and everything. And they've only known you this long. And for those of you who are just hearing the podcast, I think I have, I don't even... Is that even an inch in my fingers? I don't even think this long is not even, that's like half an inch there. <laughs> and I remember talking to her because I was on this healing journey and being concerned that I wasn't giving anymore because I wasn't, I was not outpouring all my energy into people who would never be filled up and never recognize you know, anything that I did for them, even though deep down, and I didn't know this, I didn't understand this, but deep down, I was just trying to get them to like me. I had people actually say, you know, when it would come up in fights, because it does, you fight with these people, it's inevitable. And it would come up like, but I did all these things and they'd be like, well, I didn't ask you to. Oh, ouch, I didn't ask you to. Well, you're right. You didn't. But it was pleasing to you and you were nice to me while I was doing it. But you know, you're right. You didn't ask me to do it. And that's the thing with gifts, right? And that's the thing with giving. No one asks you to do it. You just have to be careful as to why you're doing it. And that's where we have the difference between nice versus kind and how this can get totally mixed up in the codependent mindset. Because again, when you're healing, one of the things that you might be afraid of is that, you know, you're not going to be as giving. And then why would anybody like you? That's what's in the, uh, that's what's in the back of your mind, right? Because while I was sitting there talking about this and going, I'm not as giving, I was also thinking, no one's going to like me as much. So after this eight years, I have to tell you, it's not, yes. <laughs> Do I have as many friends as I did before? No. I have quality friends now. They don't expect me to pour my life out for them at every single moment. I'm there for them when it's appropriate. And when they really, really need me. Which, because they're not trying to suck me dry, isn't all the time. I'm not in a narcissistically abusive relationship. So it's really hard when we're of the codependent nature to think about giving in a very different way. So if I'm talking about being kind and what being kind actually means, it's not self-centered. Like I explained, nice is being self-centered. 
Not, being kind is being other-centered. So in that respect, you are acting out of empathy, like in somebody's best interests. And like I was just saying, hey, if somebody came to me, one of my good friends now is like, Dana, yeah, I really need to talk about something. Uh, you know, are you free? Yeah, let me drop what I'm doing. You know, and it's not for them to like me. It's because I really care about what's going on with them. If I can't, like if I'm in the middle of something, like I'm working, I'm like, hey, can you talk, you know, can, can we talk in a little bit? I'm going to make sure that I make time for them. And yes, when you, when you drop something for everybody and you're doing something appropriately kind, you are going that extra mile for them, but you're not going that extra mile for them just to get somebody to like you. You're going that extra mile for them because you care about them and you have a compassion for them and honestly care about their well-being without it being transactional. And I'm not trying to say that before when it was a bit more transactional, we were trying to get people not to like, you know, not to not like you and, you know, trying to escape any trouble that can be a work one. Um, you know, I'm not saying that you don't have some of their well-being in mind because, because you do, because you do care about them, but you want them so desperately to care about you. And, there's something you're not feeling in that relationship that they do. Because if you felt very secure in that relationship, you wouldn't be trying to get them to like you. If you see what I'm saying, when you're secure, it's not so transactional. It's not, if I do this, then you do this for me, then you care about me and I care about you. And then becomes more of a giving appropriately. You can exist it's not this every day trying to please someone. So being nice when you're codependent is being polite. And I'm not saying don't be polite. We do need to be polite in certain situations. But if you people please, you're placing the expectation on the person being nice so that they will respond to you in a certain way. It's, it's a social strategy almost. And that's why you're so polite, right? If you just keep that, you know, it goes back to, you know, there's an instance of uh, why I left a certain friend group. And one of my friends uh, was not treated very kindly. And I believed her about the way that she was treated. And people around her, when she would tell her story, would be like, oh, that's just horrible. And, you know, they'd be nice and they'd be polite. But in the end, we both lost all those friendships. Because no one would be kind enough to tell the person who had done the mistreating, hey, you need to stop. Everyone was just polite and it was a social strategy so that they did not have to end up being alone and ostracized from the, here's my quotations, tribe. 
When you talk about things as far as a tribe or, uh, you know, anything like that, you might as well be saying cult because you're part of the family now. Don't go outside the family. Everyone stay polite and nice and you won't be kicked out of the family. I have to say, I kind of did my own kicking out of the family. I, I separated myself and hardly anyone cared <laughs> because I think there was that. I think people knew. I think people knew that I wasn't having, and, and maybe, maybe I'm just, you know, placing these thoughts onto them, but uh, I think, you know, you know, but I was at a point in my healing that I could not stay seeing somebody be abused and having them say, hey, this happened. And so many people around them going, oh, oh, we're so sorry. And then having nothing be done about it. But I get it. Because, again, when you're surrounded by brokenness, the only thing that matters is to keep that broken family together. Because change is scary. Looking at your stuff is scary. Dealing dealing with that trauma can be scary. Not having any friends can be scary. And then here I am, eight years later, going, it's not scary. I wish I did it sooner. I'm like, what was I scared of? I'm happier I'm not depressed. I used to have this meme that said um, something like, before you decide you're depressed, you might look around and make sure you're not just surrounded by assholes. And I'm going to, I'm going to say I was surrounded by assholes because there was so much manipulation and so much people pleasing and so much smile to your face and talk behind your back that there was a lot of niceties, but there was no one being kind. I remember that um, I stopped a project I was working on because it was very busy. It was very busy uh, at work, but also I realized I was the only one doing the work. And so I just said, Hey, I've got a lot going on. I can't put in the energy to this project anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and kill it. And the people who were involved were like, Oh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And I find out later that they all got together and went, let's just start our own thing and let's bring Dana down and all this stuff. And I'm like, bring, bring me down, bring me down from what? Like I, I stopped this, but that, that's what I mean. It's like, it was very nice to my face. Oh, I totally get it. You know, everything's, everything's fine. Everything's copacetic. And then this was going on behind my back, but, but, but they still wanted to remain friends with me because maybe I could, give them something um who knows but i mean if you didn't like me stop talking to me it's not very kind see what i'm saying maybe i wasn't being kind yet. i wasn't fully healed yet and maybe i wasn't kind to say hey guys i really feel like i'm doing all the work and i can't put in that work anymore you know if you guys want to, you know, share more equally and we can revisit this fine, but I'm really busy. I didn't really give them that option either. 
So in that way, I wasn't kind, but again, I, I was healing. I was, you know, still in the middle of all that. This was very early too. This was about two years in to my journey where I feel like now I would have the conversation that I would be, here's how I feel. And here's what I'm thinking. And I can give it this long. And, you know, if I feel like things are going better, great. If not, I really do have to cut this off. I just want to cut it off. And I think when you're in the early stages of healing, you might do that. You might sit there and go, I'm going to cut off all this. And I did. I, I, I built, I think when you're first building your boundaries and you're seeing the people that are stepping over them, you build that wall really high at first, where now that wall is a little bit, you know, in the middle where you, where you actually say, Hey, here's how I feel about it. Uh, you know, here's, here's my expectation. And if, and if the person is healthy and if you're having a healthy relationship, they're going to be into that certain, you know, solutions oriented type conversation. Do I feel if I had that conversation that things would have been different? I, I don't think so at that time. I really don't think that they would have been any different. So I'm not too upset with myself for cutting it off as soon as I did. Uh, but I would have felt better about the way I did it again. You know, it's, it's like I've said, you do the best with the information that you had at the time and being new to all that. I just went ahead and uh, here's a hard boundary, bam. You know? <laughs> and I, I, again, I've, I've come farther to where it, it may not, ugh, it may not feel the best, but you have the conversation. I think those of us who are recovering from codependency, it still feels kind of gross. It still feels kind of like, oh, you know, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I think, you know, if, if you are a kind person, you don't really want to hurt anybody's feelings. You do have compassion for them. You do want a well-being for them. So it still can feel kind of, you know, there's a conversation. No one says it's no one says it's, it's fun, but if you're kind, it has to be done. And you can feel good about yourself knowing that in that respect, you did the right thing. So if we're talking in, in that kind respect, being kind means that you're generous without having any expectations. So I can be generous, you know, in my giving of time or a gift or even in giving of an explanation without, by the way, a no is a no. You don't need to give explanation, but I'm talking about, you know, if I had that conversation, having a, a hard conversation, instead of just being, oh no, everything's okay. Just really busy. You know, that was nice, but it wasn't particularly kind. Um, We act out of genuine concern. For the person and, and doing good for them. And even going back to that conversation, even if it didn't feel good, it was it would have been good for them to hear. My perspective, so you can't get it twisted. Oh, but she said everything was fine. 
it's really a difference between action and non-action, right? Because when you're kind, you're taking an action for the good of another person. When you're nice, you're not necessarily taking an action. You're like, oh yeah, everything is great. You're not making a stand. There isn't much action there. Uh, kindness is when we go above and beyond for the good of someone else. And I think that in a nutshell explains nice versus kind and how as we are recovering from codependency, we can stop being as concerned about not giving until it hurts in a bad way <laughs> to someone who may or may not appreciate it. But we can start asking ourselves the question, is what I'm doing legitimately kind? Being kind can cost us time or energy or comfort. And that's what makes it so meaningful. And again, when I say comfort, and when I said the giving until it hurts, there's a difference. Um, comfort means I was planning on spending my evening, you know, maybe reading a book, but instead I'm calling this friend who needs my help. Giving until it hurts is different and it's harrowing. And it's, I gave so much to this person and they still don't seem to like me and they still treat me very badly. Um, but when it's just being nice, it can look like kindness, but it's not actually that sacrifice, you know, of your comfort. Because again, you're having a very selfish transaction. You're being nice. And while you may be giving them something, you're doing it with the thought of this will make them like me. The problem is kindness doesn't always look kind. And people who are kind maintain boundaries. They know how to say no. In fact, that could be a key point of kindness, couldn't it? I mean, if you know how to say no, you're not enabling somebody else's addiction or somebody else's destructive behavior, even if that other person doesn't see it that way. So when we're healing and we're learning to say no and we're learning to be boundaried and we're also learning that our lack of being able to say no and our lack of being able to hold boundaries actually may not have been as kind to the people that we were doing so with, it really changes your perspective. So it's a challenge, right? It's a challenge when you're saying, okay, do I look at my stuff and do I heal? Or am I okay by, you know, by what the standard has been? Am I okay with how I'm living my life now is something to ask yourself, right? Am I nice or am I kind? It's a great question. 
give it some thought. And uh, until I see you next time, make your life your mission. <laughs>